What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Discovering Discographies podcast, where we talk about your favorite artists, albums, and all things music. I'm your co-host, Trinity Branch. And I'm your other co-host, Brandon Pulliam. And without further ado, let's dive into it. So today's topic is top 10 albums from 2022, and then we're going to have some honorable mentions. Yes, I know it's maybe a little late for this, but we are looking forward to getting our picks of last year, 2022, out there to you guys, and we want to hear what you think of our picks. Um, We can start with honorable mentions first because, you know, it was some people, maybe they didn't make the top 10, but they were still good. So, yeah. so my first honorable mention will be Give or Take by Giveon. Over the past year, I've really been getting into Giveon. Um, his voice is just like so unique because it's so deep, and like I feel like he brings something very different to the like male R and B space. Yeah. And so, um, his album, his album Give or Take, that was released in twenty twenty two. Upon initial listen, I thought it was good. There were definitely, like, the singles, like, For Tonight was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Let Me let me Go, I think is what it's called. That was really good as well. But, like, it had to kind of grow on me because, actually, funny story, like, I just listened to this album, mm-hmm. what was it, like, two days ago? And I was in love. I was, like, I was sleeping on it. But um, have you listened to it? Yes. I, I've been a Give Me On Stance since. Day one, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I I understand it, he does grow on you like after time. But one of my own honorable mentions is the lead by Flo. Um, they're a British girl group, so and they're very new. Um, this is actually an extended play, so it's not really a full album. But cardboard box, guys, stream that on YouTube. <laughs> stream that on YouTube. It's a video. Um, it's a cool music video, and I like their uh style. Because I'm really big on, like, old school R&B. Well, not quite old school. Early 2000s. It is old school, but it's not that old school. And they have, like, a very early 2000s, late 90s type of vibe about them. And I really like that. I hear it in their music. Yeah, definitely. Um, Funny story. Actually, their music video came across my YouTube feed one day. And this was, like, before they were really blowing up. And I was like, oh, okay. I listened to the song and watched the video. I was like, oh, this is right? very, like, Y2K. <laughs> yeah. And um, I haven't listened to the full EP yet, but I have heard um, Not My Job. That mm. is my favorite mm-hmm. so far. Um, and I do kind of sing <laughs> my own version of Cardboard Box, if yeah. you feel it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely see bright things in their future. Definitely yeah, since sure. um, it feel like in this day and age girl groups and boy bands are just not as popular as what they used to be um because even like i think really all we had was like one direction and um as far as like boy bands go and then like fifth harmony Mm -hmm. um which they didn't even last that long um and then we also had little mix which i love i love them too yeah yeah and don't forget for my girls out there in middle school, well, that were in middle school when they were out, mindless behavior. <laughs> I really liked them when I was oh, nine, yeah, 10, 11. Yeah, yeah. I was really into them, but they broke up too, so. Yeah. All right, so I guess my next honorable mention will be Wasteland by Brent Fias. So I listened to this album when it first came out, and I thought it was really good. It was definitely, like, something I feel like it's better as – um, it's better when you listen to it as an album rather than just song by song. There were definitely, like, when as I was listening to it, some of the interludes were, like, really good, too, and they kind of felt like... felt like you were, like, listening to, like, a whole story in a movie because I remember, like, one of the interludes, I can't remember what it was called, but, like, he was having, like, a back-and-forth with his girlfriend, uh. and... um. She was kind of on the, like, she was kind of suicidal. And, you know, like, Loki, like, really felt worried for him because, like, the way the phone conversation was going. So props to them. That acting was on point. Mm. Did you listen to the album? 
like he had some very creative pieces up there and he had a lot of um passion that went into it i think for me it's just i waited so long for it i kind of you know by the time it got here i was like oh yeah it's good but you know i waited kind of a long time yeah i i feel that um i've been listening to brent fias since um his song with gold link in 2017 crew that was my uh Excuse my French shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was my song. And then he dropped, I think he dropped the album later that year after that. And I listened to it and I really liked it because one of the songs, it kind of sounded like, it gave me like Destiny's Child vibes with like the production. Wait, what song was that? Um, I think it was called um, Talk to You. Hmm. Yeah, it was. I forgot which Destiny's Child song it kind of sounded like as far as the production goes, but I remember thinking that, and I fell in love with him from then. Um, and then I think he dropped another project mm -hmm. eventually after that. I didn't really get into that one like that, mm -hmm. but um, he he has a bright future. I think he does also kind of bring something a little different to the R&B world um, mm -hmm. as far as the male R&B goes. So, yeah, definitely... If my list was longer, he would have made my list. Um, a second honorable mention for me is Indigo by RM. So he's from BTS, but they have launched their uh solo album, and his album was about you know venturing through young adulthood. But um, I actually really enjoyed listening to him, and you know some lyrics I had to translate because <laughs> I don't speak. <laughs> Korean, but it was very creative, very intuitive and retrospective. He really looked over his twenties and wrote that. like it was. I cannot even explain. I really, I really enjoyed that album. And then he collabed with like Erica Badu. Like I did see that. Yes. I was <laughs> like, I need to get into this because yeah. like um, I saw the Erica Badu collab and I was like, hmm, so I got something to look for. All right, so my next honorable mention is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. Mm -hmm. This would have made my top 10 if it wasn't the fact that it had to grow on me. My first initial listen, I was not the biggest fan, but over the past few months, it has really grown on me. Like, I think my favorite song and probably one of my favorite Kendrick Lamar songs ever is Auntie's Diaries. Yes. Oh, my God. I love this. Yes. I loved how he addressed kind of like the transgender experience and like what it kind of is looking from the outside and like really just going through like just like what it is to kind of experience and know somebody who's like mm -hmm. ch uh, transitioning to a different gender and just like all the trials and tribulations that come with it as far as how, what other people think and I just think it was really good um and then another one of my favorite songs on the album was We Cry Together Ooh, I liked the back and forth aspect of it they went off mm -hmm. him and I think Taylor, Taylor Page, Page yeah. Wow, this relationship is like really toxic. That was a whole nother level. Yeah. Did you see the video? I did not see the video. I did know they released one, but I haven't yeah, seen it. Even I'll have to check it out. But yeah, definitely, definitely a great album. I think once you once it kind of grows on you. Um, I've kind of been on a Kendrick Lamar train lately. So always, always. <laughs> yeah. So um. Yeah. Uh, so my last honorable mention is Pink Moon by Pink Sweat. And a lot of people don't talk about him, but he makes some good, like, it's like a cross between R&B and pop to me, in my ears. That's what I hear. Mm -hmm. But his uh, songs are like, they have a smooth vibe to them, but it's also like a lot of passion within them. So let's see, For Me, that, that song, I like that song, Spiritual. And he has a song with Tori Kelly that's on his album, and it is, mm. oh, yes, I love Tori Kelly. I do, too. And I, I love him, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like his voice, and it was a masterpiece, but mm -hmm. it didn't make my top ten because I found it kind of late, so. Okay. I'll say this about Pink Sweats. I do agree that he can really sing, and he definitely brings 
the vocal aspect to the male R&B scene, mm-hmm. but I just haven't been able to get into um, his music like that. Like, I do like Honest by him. Oh, that was the first song I heard. Yeah, and then his song, um, what is it called? I think it's At My Worst yes. with Kalani that oh I did really gosh. like that song. And actually, I'm probably going to listen to it later today because it's like really good. But um, yeah, definitely I should probably give give him another chance yeah, before I kind of write him off. And listen to it. He has one before uh, Pink Moon and I forgot what happened. I think he's talking about Pink Booty. I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I like that one too. Mm -hmm. All right, so my last honorable mention, because I know you guys are ready to get into our list. So my last honorable mention, which probably a lot of you probably think should have made my top 10, um, it's going to be Harry's House by Harry Styles. So this one is kind of another one. It has to grow on me a little bit. Um, Definitely music... At a sushi at a sushi restaurant was definitely a great song. I love that song. It's so funky. It's crazy. Harry Styles mm. is very talented. Um, as it was is just an amazing song. Period. I I don't think I know anybody who like doesn't like that song. I've recently been getting into late night talking. That one's really cool too. And cinema was another one of my favorites. Mm. Um. I guess I guess another thing that kind of brought it down for me was I don't know. I guess some of the f- songs kind of sound a little bit the same in a sense, so it can get a little boring, but mm. it's definitely growing on me. I hope to get it on vinyl eventually. So, mm. yeah. That's good. That's good. Okay, so now we're going into our top 10 albums and y'all don't look at us differently because we have a diverse music taste and we are open-minded to a lot of artists feel free to send us what you think about our picks and your picks as well okay so coming in at number 10 guys y'all gonna be mad at me that this is number 10 but i have good reason so renaissance by beyonce oh yeah so I'm really into, like I said, I'm into a lot of diverse uh, types of uh, music, genres of music. And this is something different from Beyonce, but like, can you expect any less? Like, it's Beyonce. But yes. she went into house music, and we don't see a lot of artists incorporating house, not like they used to, into their music. And electro, funk, and all that, I really enjoy listening to a different sound from her. Mm-hmm. And... She's always serving, you know. I'm ready for these visuals. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for this tour, this tour. coming I'm, up. <laughs> I'm not able to afford that tour, but yeah, I'll be watching it somewhere. Yeah, but um, I think my favorite song is probably "Plastic Sofa." Plastic on the sofa. Is that what it is? I think Plastic. so. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Um, yes. I don't know. It's just her voice is like honey mm-hmm. on that song. And fun fact about that, guys. Actually, if you know who Sabrina Claudio is. It was actually written by Sabrina. Oh she was a co-writer on it. So, And that's another thing. Beyonce always has like a team. She knows what she's doing. And she did it on this album. Another song is um, Church Girl. Mm. And it's actually quite controversial. Yeah. And I understand why. I can see why. Mm-hmm. I do understand why. Yeah, so actually, speaking of Renaissance by Beyonce, that is on my number five on my list. So, um, yeah, I thought it was a really good album. I love house music so the fact that she like dove into that was wild for me and i feel like her and another person that will be mentioned on this list have kind of like pushed it to the forefront that dance that house music and it's kind of really inspired other artists to really take that on um but probably my favorite song on renaissance was summer renaissance Mm. two words Donna Summer. Mm, mm-hmm. I love that Donna Summer sample of I Feel Love, which mm. if you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's a very, very good song and very influential into what electronic music sounds like today. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just loved her spin on it. Her voice on it was amazing. Um, and then also Alien Superstar was a good one mm. as well. It gave very much, I could see it being in like the TV show Pose. Like, I could oh. see it being played in there. It would be so perfect. It does give, like, very um, underground, 
uh, ballroom scenes mm-hmm. from like the like nineties and eighties. Yeah, so I definitely loved Alien Superstar. And then my last pick was maybe a little basic, but Break My Soul. It I, doesn't matter. <laughs> I that was still, a good song. it is a good song, and I still sing it to this uh, to this day. I just loved. I think honestly, my favorite part of it is the background vocals. Mm, mm-hmm. I love to do the background vocals for all the time whenever I sing it. But overall, I think it's just a really good message, and you know, kind of a song that kind of helps. Um, it helps Beyonce kind of relate to us on a more personal level. Like, I mean, we know in the song she talks about a nine-to-five job. She has never worked a nine-to-five job. Music has been her career since she was a teenager. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I appreciate the effort trying to give us something that we can really relate to and, you know, kind of make us feel good, empowered, it definitely made me feel good and empowered anytime I listen to it, which it is just why. It makes you want to dance. Or yeah, it does. Like a runway model or something. Yes, yes, which is why it's still in rotation to this day. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right, all right. So, my number 10 pick is Un Verano Senti by uh. Bad Bunny. I am a Bad Bunny stan. I just love him. He's so, so genuine. I just loved everything he's done in 2020 from wrestling to just his music just to being in i think he was in bullet train Mm -hmm. that movie yeah all the things that he's done um it's definitely a very good feel feel good latin album um it's all kinds of production on there um my favorite song would have to be después de la playa which means after the beach Mm -hmm. You don't know. But um yeah, it's a very it's very like groovy song and it kinda has like a beat change in the mm. middle of it. And I really loved it because funny story is I actually heard it at the fair and I was like, Oh, what is this? Because I knew it was Bad Bunny, but I was like, I know this song, but like I don't really know it like that. And then like after that I it's been on repeat ever since. So um definitely my top pick for that album. And then also um, his song Party with Raul Alejandro is really good as well. Um, just love the vibe of it, the reggaeton vibe. Just amazing, as always. And then probably my last pick for that would be Efecto, another good re- reggaeton gem that, you know, if you haven't hopped on the Bad Bunny wave, you should, even if you don't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's it's still a good listen. Language is not a barrier in music. Now, if you want to know the message, then look up the lyrics. But yeah. you know, don't let that deter you from listening. Yeah, if there is um, actually a YouTuber that will translate and sing like the Latin songs in English, so I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. But if you want to to translate the translation for like songs in Spanish, I would definitely check it out or just look it up, and you'll find something. Right, jumping into my number nine, which is Broken Hearts Club by Sid. Now, if you guys know the internet, then you know. I love the internet, by the way. But I really liked her. I'm liking her solo career so far. And this album right here was, I don't know, I just really liked it. It it wasn't too much, you know, because, you know, you wonder if, certain uh artists when they are a part of a band and you know they want to separate themselves mm-hmm. and be their own individual they some tend to you know overdo it but yeah. she she is perfect and she she sticks to her her style and she sticks to her what she knows and I really saw that in this album mm-hmm. um I have three favorite songs so Saiba is the first one with Lucky Day Okay. Um, it's a funky beat to it. It's like it makes you just want to body roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, um, out loud, that's with Kalani. Yes, I do like yeah, that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, and that was actually the first song that I heard before, you know, before I was exposed to this album. Mm-hmm. And then, missing out, that was I don't know why I cried to that song, but <laughs> I did. But anyway, mm-hmm. Broken Hearts Club was a really good album. A chill album about uh, you know, relationships, failed relationships, 
sneaky links <laughs> all, all of that stuff and i really enjoyed it yeah um definitely i i haven't listened to the album but like you said out loud with kalani i have heard that one and i do really like that and i do like sid um her older kind of music so i'll definitely have to check that out um i like her voice a mm-hmm. lot and i just kind of like her whole vibe she's a very vibey artist so very chill mm-hmm all right, so my number nine pick is kind of controversial, but I stand by it, and it's honestly Nevermind by Drake. I know a bunch of people love to hate on this album, but I feel like this album, you have to take it as it is. I feel like Drake, when he said, what did he say? He was like, you know, you're just not ready for it yet. I feel like that's what it is. Um, Cause it's, it's generic, but it's generic house music, but it's, he I tried. Like, yeah, he tried, he tried something different. And I appreciate that. I will say, I will give Drake that he is willing to try something new. Um, despite what his fan base might think. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely my favorite song on it was a keeper. I still sing that song to this day. Um, yeah, just a, a good little dancey vibe song, you know. And then Massive was my second favorite. It was my top before, but it kind of shifted down a little bit. But um, it's a very good, like, house song. Um, this is one of the few songs that is, like, specifically, clearly house on it. Um, it kind of starts off like with this kind of acapella like synth and then it the house beat just kind of comes in and um, it's just it's just a great listen it's for me it's a little long it's like five minutes and 30 seconds I'm not a big fan of long songs (laughs) but you know I I will listen to it because it is so the vibes of it are so amazing um and the the oomph of that house beat is just that'll keep you going yes it will and then my last pick on it is probably the one that everybody likes on the album even though they may not like the album which is jimmy cooks um yeah i this was definitely the preview of what was to come obviously um, with him and 21 Savage and it just kind of gave us a taste of like the good chemistry they really have they really have good chemistry and it is like the one hip-hop sounding song on the album so you know even if you don't like the album as a whole I feel like you could at least like that song so number eight age sex location by Ari Lennox mm. now People are people are saying that she's the neo soul princess, so she's I don't know I I would give it to her because I, she has a very soulful voice, but it's also she knows how to be gentle at the same time, but then show her range, and I really enjoyed that in her album. Um, if I had to pick, it would probably be Boy Bye by featuring Lucky Day. He he's always popping up yeah. <laughs> on people's <laughs> albums, but um. I, I really do like that one. I really enjoy it. And then I enjoy the dialogue between them. I just, I don't know, it gives me like a, I'm going to keep saying this throughout the entire podcast. It gives me like an old school vibe to it. You know, like the dialogue, like, boy, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Girl, just give me a chance. Like, I, I actually really like stuff like that. Um, Another song would probably be Hoodie. It's just yeah. like the feeling that it gives, the vibe that it gives. Yeah. Um, and I, my last pick would be Pressure. Pressure, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that came out before mm-hmm. the album, but it's still, you know, uh, I still keep it in rotation when I'm listening to her. And another thing that I do with artists is like when I like one of their albums, or I like, I consistently hear songs that I like from them, I will go and download their whole discography on my mm-hmm. phone and just keep it in rotation. Yeah. And she's one of those artists that I will download the whole, you know. She has a bright future. She yeah, does. she does. And I'm really looking forward to her future work. Yeah, she's definitely kind of shaking up the R&B space. And mm-hmm. I've kind of been getting into that album a lot lately as well. 
um, which is why it didn't really make my list or my honorable mentions this year, but um, could be eligible for next year. It came out <laughs> late enough, so, or for this year, sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, so my number eight pick is Working on My Karma by Division. Mm. So when I listened to this, I was like, this is like really good. Like, they, I just love Division. Like, they're just so soulful with their R&B music. And um, they're definitely a gem in the OVO sound label. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite song on the album is Bring It. That one is, I feel like, ladies, you would love it. Cause I actually don't even know that song. Really? Mm -mm. Yeah, I think ladies would love it just because, I mean, ladies, like, sing the chorus. Like, they have, like, females that, like, just yell, like, bring it on the chorus. Just mm -hmm. bring it. And, um, yeah, it's just a vibey, vibey song. And Take It Slow, I'm pretty sure it has a John Legend sample on it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's just another kind of romantic, um, just love song vibey song and then my last pick not the best message of a song but i still like it and it's if i get caught oh no yeah yeah it is a song about about cheating um the chorus goes if i get caught cheating that doesn't mean i don't love you i wouldn't condone that what but does it mean then <laughs> Yeah, I w it's not the best message for a song, but it, it's catchy and very vibey. So um, if you haven't checked it out, I would definitely check out Working On My Karma by Division. So number seven, this was previously mentioned, but give or take by Gideon. You know, it could have been higher on the list, but the rest of my six is just too good for me to not place it higher. But um, give or take by Gideon, I actually really enjoyed this album. I had high expectations, I won't lie, because his previous work was really good. And then he worked with artists like Drake and things like that. So I had high expectations. But he met those expectations. And so I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I'm saying that like I'm important <laughs> or so. But I think my favorite song had to be Unholy Matrimony. Kind of mm. sad, I won't lie. Like, Actually, his whole album was kind of sad. But a lot of what he was saying in Unholy Matrimony was like, we're not ready for this, you know, you know still kind of trying to do it but then yeah. it's going to end up in re regret so i don't know why that just spoke to me i'm acting like i'm about to get married or something but mm -hmm. it it did speak to me and another one would be for tonight yeah um, that a lot of people yeah a lot mm -hmm. of people enjoy that song and i see why yeah um yeah the, the album is a vibe and very sad so yeah. if you want to get in your feelings listen to give or take all right so my number seven pick um is Midnights by Taylor Swift. So this is actually a surprising one for me because I used to not really like Taylor Swift's music like that. I mean, I had my like big hits that I liked, but um, I never really listened to her music like that. And this was kind of like the first Taylor Swift album that I really liked or well actually listened to and really ended up enjoying more than I thought I would. Um, I think it's... I feel like for Taylor, new Taylor Swift fans, I think it is like a good place to start. It's just very like, very vibey, um, very late night as the title, hence the title. Um, but yeah, my favorite song would have to be Antihero. Yeah, just very catchy, just lovely song, beautiful. Um, and then my second favorite, favorite would probably have to be Bejeweled, which I just love the production on it. I feel like the production on the whole album is just really good. Um, and just Bejeweled has just a, just a illustrative, like, vibe to it. Like, I can just picture someone shining in a room. So, yeah. Taylor, she does a really good job of, like, writing a story. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy her work. Yes. And then my last, my third favorite would probably have to be Lavender Haze. Just a very vibey song. Definitely a good one for late at night. Um, yeah, just overall amazing album. I mean, my one gripe with it would probably be the Lana feature on, Lana Del Rey, um, that feature on Snow on the Beach. Um, I like the song, 
because their voices kind of sound the same on the song. So overall, a good listen for anybody. So definitely check it out. And if you're, you've never really been into Taylor Swift's music, I think it's a good place to start. Okay, so my number six was 30 by Adele. And, you know, I'm a little far from 30, but I felt like <laughs> I related to her, some of her messages. Of course, not like with her, her child and things like that, but even then, the way she told the story, and I think it was into Hold On. Was it Hold On? I think so. Hold On, where she was talking to her child and... You know, she was trying to be there for her child, but she was facing oh, a wait. lot. No, no, no. It was. Oh, sorry. No, but, it was fine. Yeah, I think it was um, My Little Love. My Little Love. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. Um, That one right there. I don't know. When I listen to it, I get a lump in my throat. Like, yeah, it's just it like, is oh, very my sad. God. She's being very Vulnerable. open and honest with mm-hmm. us right now. And then another one is Oh, My God. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, a that lot one. of people don't talk about it, but. Yeah, it was, it was very, very kind of upbeat for Adele. So. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Yeah. And uh, To Be Loved. To Be Loved. Her vocals are amazing. Yes. And it's like the right mix of soulful and then gentle, and then she just comes through with that push. It's it's awesome. Yes, um, definitely. 30 was a really, a really, really, really good album. And I've been listening to her since 19. Her mm-hmm. album 19 and i like to see her grow i like to see a lot of artists grow throughout the throughout the course of their career and you can hear it from 19 to 30 her growth yeah definitely i i've been vibing to it as well um a lot of the songs that you said were some of my favorites as well and i i like to mention that all night parking was another one of my favorites mm-hmm. too it's just a good late night song when you're driving mm-hmm. so yeah, definitely a good pick. All right, so my number six pick is Gemini Rights by Steve Lacey. Mm-hmm. So this has been a big year for Steve Lacey. Mm-hmm. He has been blowing up whether you, on TikTok, whether you think it's a good thing or a bad <sighs> thing. Um, I'm happy that he's getting some recognition that he deserves. Um, but overall, this was a very solid piece of work. Um, we kind of hear him just talking about relationships with both men and women, um, that was really refreshing to kind of hear and just, like, just overall just giving unique sounds. I feel like he always delivers in the sound department. And if you know where his producing um, background comes from, you'll understand, like, you'll become, you'll have a new appreciation for him because he started his producing on garage band and using his car to mix and master and that is just like crazy to me to hear these songs and just see like and feel like wow like he really did something Mm -hmm. and made something out of you know kind of nothing if that makes sense and if you're a producer singer songwriter composer don't doubt garage band (laughs) use garage band (laughs) Especially until you get, like, some equipment and things like that. You see how Steve Lacey did it. You can do it, too. Yep, definitely. So my three favorite songs on there were Static, Bad Habits, and Cody, the Cody Freestyle. Mm. These were all great songs. Um, I just liked, liked how fun and the messages were and just overall just a solid body of work that if you haven't checked it out, you're missing out for sure. Um, my number five is the Forever Story by J.I.D. Now he is a very talented rapper, very talented, very very introspective. Um, he's on Dreamville. Shout out Dreamville. <laughs> but um, I think he's one of the best artists on Dreamville, and I listen to a, a lot of uh Dreamville artists because J. Cole he he knows how to pick them out. He does. But um, I really like the Forever Story, and. It, I don't listen to a lot of modern rap, but his his storytelling is amazing, especially on uh, his sister name and brother name. And I really like his storytelling on that. And then Cody Blue 31, I enjoyed that. I enjoy um, Dance Now. That's just a good, you know. Yeah, I love that it's one. It's a good message, and mm-hmm. then you can also, like, dance to it, you know. Yeah. 
Um, but his me- messaging is really, really good. I really enjoy his his work, and I can't wait to see what else he does. I'm looking forward to more works. Definitely, yeah. It's definitely an album I listen to. It hasn't really caught on to me yet, but we're we're getting there. <laughs> um, definitely. What was it? Surround sound. Mm. That was my. That's the one with Twenty One Savage, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that one was definitely one of my favorites of favorite songs of the year as well. Um, I love Aretha Franklin, and there was an Aretha Franklin sample on there, so you know I have to give it to him on that. And I mean, he all he is a very talented rapper um and very wise he puts a lot of wisdom in his uh work too i enjoyed that he does he brings something refreshing to the rap game Mm -hmm. and he's definitely someone um you should probably keep on your radar he's not on there yet literally keep him on your radar don't close one eye on this man he's Mm -hmm. very very talented yeah so don't be surprised if he nominated for a grammy soon Mm -hmm. definitely so my fifth pick is, um, as I said earlier, Renaissance by Beyonce. You know, you kind of know my thoughts already on it. Um, definitely a great solid body of work. Um, refreshing to the pop and R&B music scene. Um, if you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out when you get a chance because you're missing out. Um, my number four is an artist that she's rising slowly, but I want her to rise quickly. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I want more people to pay attention to her because she's something very different, uh, very unique to our generation of music. Mm. Um, Linger a while by Samara Joy, and she's oh. a jazz artist. And a lot of a lot of our generation, we don't really focus on jazz that much, but jazz is just amazing amazing genre of music definitely lyrics or no lyrics the instruments are always just amazing um i really enjoy her voice it's very deep and it's very uh powerful but she also knows how to like tone it down i really enjoy when artists can tone it down and then bring it right back up i really like her song uh can't get out of this mood now that's her top song but I really enjoy listening to her. I just really enjoy her voice. And then, I, like I said, jazz has amazing instruments where you can just sit and listen to it all day. It's just really a vibe. And I believe she's performing at the Grammys or she got nominated. I think she got nominated. Got nom- I really hope that she wins mm-hmm. and I hope she gets the recognition that she deserves. Um, yeah. Linger a while. That was a really, really, really good and it was one song up there that she did. It was kind of like a, it wasn't quite a cover. It was a cover, Guess Who I Saw Today, oh, from yeah. a song in the 1950s. Yeah. And I really appreciate people that can go back that far into the music world and, and you know, reverence it. Mm-hmm. You know, I like hearing a lot of samples. I like hearing, you know, a lot of older music in our music. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that song. And... Someone to watch over me. That was a really good one. And it's just something, you know, I don't drink. But if I were to drink, I would drink to this album. <laughs> I would just sip some wine like, oh, yes, this is a vibe, you know. Yeah. But uh, I really love her her presence. You need to see her perform, too, live. Her presence is very graceful. She's very graceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I've heard of her, and I'm starting to get into her as I'm starting to get into jazz. And definitely she's... F- something new mm-hmm. in the music industry Very and um, she's bringing back the America the great American songbook and I mm. appreciate that mm-hmm. so um, definitely someone you should check out and I think I think you'll be impressed we definitely have an episode coming on jazz mm-hmm. soon so be on the lookout for that um, but my number four pick would have to be her loss by Drake and 21 Savage so this album was actually on repeat for like two or three days, which is not normal for me because I consume so much music that I'm constantly listening to different things. But um, yeah, this album was very, very good. Um, 
they just have overall great chemistry with each other. I really like their chemistry. Unexpected. Mm-hmm. For me, it was unexpected. Definitely. Um, I really enjoyed his contributions to this album mm-hmm. in addition to Drake. Um, so my favorite song was actually Broke Boys, which is the one I feel like they have the greatest chemistry on because they kind of go like back and forth with each, with each other. So like 21 will rap a verse and then Drake in the background will like kind of feed off of it. That's mm-hmm. what um, Baby King and Kendrick Lamar, they yeah. just have their own own style. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I love that song and that song kind of has a little bit of a beat switch. So I love a good beat switch. So anytime I can get one of those, it's high on my list. Um, and then my next favorite song was Major Distribution. Um, just lyrically, just great. Just kind of analyzing a lot of things in the music industry and, you know, kind of calling them out in a playful way, you know. Uh, I will say with this album, they were very bold in some of the things, especially Drake. Um, but, yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of it is all in funs and giggles. So um, definitely, definitely a good pick for me. And then the last one would be Back Outside Boys. And then this one is just a Drake song, but I really liked it because he kind of gave some vocals here. Um, Drake with the vocals. Yes, we love Drake with vocals. Um, yeah, it's just just a great song, amazing album. And if you haven't checked it out yet, you definitely should. And so my number three, we're getting into the top three now. Our number three is The Sacred Souls by the sacred souls and this album was really unique but not in a way where it's like something new they were bringing back something old and so i really enjoyed listening to something that was influenced by uh chicano soul which is something you don't really hear a lot of in the artists that are within this group they were raised on chicano soul 70s 80s soul so i really enjoyed hearing them put that into their music. Um, I really like Can I Call You Rose. Do you know that song? No, I don't. Really? Oh, I learned. I actually learned of that song from TikTok, which is weird to me because I never heard a song like that trending on TikTok. But um, Can I Call You Rose is very sweet and it's very romantic. And it's giving like a 50s love story. Okay, I'll have to check it out then. I really like that song. And then my second favorite is Lady Love. It's like really warm and I could buy like a brand new record player <laughs> get a sip of wine and sit in the living room and listen to this song I honestly I could do that with the whole album and then like my last favorite song from this album is Future Lover and I like the background singers uh, in the <laughs> background I actually really like that I just thought it was different and mm-hmm. I don't get to hear a lot of that and a lot of lovely music like that yeah, definitely. Yeah. Something I'll probably have to check out. You got to. Sounds right up my alley. So. Yes, it, it's so jazz. Mm-hmm. A little, little funk. I'll, I'll say a little bit. All right, well, my number three pick will be SOS by SZA. Mm. When this album came out, this was one of the first albums in a long time that I stayed up till midnight to actually listen to. And it definitely did not disappoint. Um overall like her storytelling on this album was just really amazing like something refreshing that i haven't really been getting with like some of her contemporaries but her storytelling is amazing on this album Mm -hmm. um i think it's like most shown on my favorite song before it was blowing up on tiktok uh kill bill when on my initial listen of this album i could tell this that song would be my favorite song it was just the chorus is so catchy, and just the storyline of it is just amazing. Plus, I love Kill Bill, too. So. <laughs> and then my other favorite song was Nobody Gets Me. Um, I feel like she's, like, at her most vulnerable on that song, just, like, really describing, like, um, like how the person she's talking about is really, like, the only person that understands her in the way that um, others just can't. And then my last pick would probably have to be Low. So this is one that's kind of become a recent favorite of mine. Um, 
really off the bat, you noticed the Travis Scott production. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really impressed with that. And I feel like anytime they link up, it's, it's just magic. Because they also had a song together on the album, Open Arms. I haven't really gotten into that one like that, but it's definitely one on my radar for the future. You know, I didn't even listen to SOS until this year. Because when mm-hmm. it came out last year, it was like so many people were commenting on it. I was like, okay, I don't even want to listen to it until everybody's done talking. And I was impressed. I was yeah. just waited so long. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's but been, what is it? You know, you sizzle and you did amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting into the top two. Okay, so this album, it came out in 2021, but it was late 2021. So it made the cutoff. Because people was bopping it in 2022. So it counts. It counts. Um, and even it was Silk Sonic by Silk Sonic. Um, so we know that this band, this band is well-versed. The members of this band is well-versed in the music industry. Anderson Pack, um, Bruno Mars. And I believe it was created with uh, Bootsy Collins. Yes, he, uh, he was an executive producer. Yes. No surprise there. That's why their music is so good. <laughs> but no. All of them are great artists and they've been in the game for a while. Um, Anderson Pat, I always loved him. He's always been one of my favorite musicians. And of course Bruno Mars. Um it's two thousand twelve. <laughs> <laughs> but um very similar to These Sacred Souls, it was a lot of old school vibes within the album. But it was more so for me, it sounded more so like eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it had a little disco in it. Really? Well, yeah, yeah I heard skate. the disco. Have you heard yeah, Skate? Yeah, yeah Skate was my favorite. That's one of my favorites, too, and you could really hear, like, it was kind of 70s, too, 70s Yeah, I, th- I thought it leaned kind of more to the 70s yeah. as far as, like, the soul aspect of it. True, true. And um, it was very vintage, so I really liked that, and I, I love the different elements of music that you could hear, different genres that you could hear throughout the um, throughout the album. Of course, leave the door open. <laughs> everybody loved it. Everybody in their mama was bopping that, and they had them in a chokehold for all of 2022. And I was in that chokehold because I really liked that song. Mm-hmm. Um, tried to hit all the notes in it. <laughs> Can't really do that. Um, and then Skate, I said that before. I feel like this song is really underrated because I never really hear a lot of people talk about it. That's true. I really liked it, and it was a hit for a little bit, but then it kind of... Yeah, it kind of vanished off. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked it, and when I first heard that song, I thought of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it made me want to dance, and then my last favorite was 777. Uh, I actually didn't fall in love with this song until they performed it live mm. at the Grammys, and then I just I loved it live, and I just kept listening to it over and over. Okay. Um, yeah, I really like that album, too. Um, my one thing about it was that some of the songs kind of sounded the same. Mm. I could see where you Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the vibe, but it's like, like it's kind of the same thing, so it kind of comes across as a little gimmicky, but mm. I like the gimmick that they were going for. Yeah. And it definitely, like, reminded me of Bruno Mars. Uh, Bruno Mars's song called Treasure. Mm. Yes, it's very much reminiscent of that. Mm. There used to be my song in like fourth grade. Were <laughs> <laughs> we that young when he came out with that song? Yeah, because it used to come on um, Teen Nick Top 10. They used to play the oh music video all God. the time. Yes. Uh, yeah, do you want to know something? What? For Palm, you mm-hmm. know the intro to Silk Sonic's album? Mm-hmm. That was my uh, coming in. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's what I came into. Um, on prom night, I walked into that song. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number two pick is from one of my favorites. Um, I actually went to see her in concert over the summer. Um, and it's Blue Water Road by Kalani. This was definitely, I feel like, her most personal album and her most, um, like I'm in love album from her. Um, it was a lot of love songs, a lot of songs that just make you feel, even if you're not in love, make you feel like you're in love. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is kind of the opposite of that, but <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. So my first favorite off the album was Wish I Never. 
Um, it definitely, if you're like a like late '80s, early '90s, like hip hop head, you'll definitely yes, like this. this is good. Yes, it has a very hip hop vibe to it, and you know, it's just a vibe. And then my second favorite was Little Story. I I just love the the love story she's telling in it, referencing her own song. We love that, mm-hmm. and um, just just being in love. I just love to see her in love. So suits her yes it does <laughs> and then any given sunday with blast i think is his name right i think so i yeah. think that's how you pronounce it but um if you don't know who he is i definitely recommend checking him out but um they have a very west coast feel you can tell that they're to the two californians linking up mm-hmm. and producing that west coast vibe we love it mm-hmm. um and then i gotta get add one more favorite on here and that's everything um Taking on that, um, the whole, like, it's the everything for me, I was like, that is so just amazing. Like, you should take your partner with, like, their flaws and all. And for you, for her to, like, sing about and embrace that, like, that was just so, so amazing in my eyes. So I feel like she's worthy of my top two picks. Definitely. You know, I probably should have added her to my honorable list. <laughs> um, so we're at number one, guys. And it was really hard for me to choose a number one because it was a lot of great albums that came out. And I was stuck. At first, I was stuck between Good Morning Gorgeous with Mary J. Blige. And then my number one, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendra Lamar. Mm-hmm. But I was stuck between those two uh, the whole time, like bopping those two the whole year. But I really liked Kendrick's vulnerability and storytelling in this album. And he was able to share other people's experiences and his own experiences. Experiencing those other people's experiences. Yeah. And I think you know what I'm getting to. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite, One of my favorite songs on the album is Auntie Diaries. Yeah, um, mine because too. You don't really hear a lot of, well, it's more rappers that's coming out and, and talking about, you know, uh, transgender uh, people, uh, homophobia within mm-hmm. the hip hop community and yeah. things like that. It's mm-hmm. more people that's coming out about that, but you don't. Hip hop is usually slow to yeah. it, mm-hmm. and it's, it's because of the culture. It's like you have to be hard. You have to be, yes, you know. Definitely. And so I really appreciated um, Kendrick Lamar for his storytelling on that song and just the whole album in general, where he was talking about his trauma. And, you know, unpacking it, sharing it with other people. I don't think I would be able to do that, just to mm-hmm. unpack my trauma and then give it out to everyone else. I really appreciated that. And I've been a fan for him for years now. Since Okay, well, not during the K-Dot days because we were, like, nine. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, mm-hmm. I started from his days uh, with C4 and all mm-hmm. that all the way to now. And I really like seeing his growth from then to now. Yeah, Auntie Diaries was my favorite song on that album. And also, it was really hard to pick other songs because they were all good. But I think Father Time yeah. was really good when mm-hmm. he was talking about, you know, how he had to step up and unpack that trauma from his uh, father and things like that. I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely a worthy pick. Um I kind of gave my thoughts on it earlier because it was one of my honorable mentions, but I definitely agree with you. I think Auntie Diaries is my favorite song, if not one of my favorite Kendrick songs, just because of the storytelling in it is really good. Mm -hmm. And it just addresses something that isn't really addressed much in the hip hop community. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate him for doing that. Um, He's always going to give you like a story to make you feel like you were there and really relate to, even if you haven't lived through it. Yeah. And I feel like he's leading the way for a lot of other artists to come out about that. Because we all know it's, you always have somebody that's around you that, you know, they may experience things differently from you. And he's leading the way by being vulnerable and, and telling that story mm-hmm. for other people to hear and understand. Yes, definitely. All right. So I guess now it's time for my number one pick, which was, at least for me, kind of a no-brainer. Um um, if you know me, I am a big weekend stan. Um, uh, yeah, me and one, me and my one of my friends were both like big weekend stands. That's how we became friends. But um, 
So my number one album of 2022 was Dawn FM. Um, and I feel like The Weeknd really snapped on this album. He definitely um, gave a very retro 80s, 70s disco dance pop influenced album with it. And I, I love that era of music and for him to kind of embrace that even further than he has um, in the past with things like Starboy. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely appreciated it. Um, so my favorite song off the album was "Out of Time." Um, if you if you listen to "The Quiet Storm," it would this would fit right in for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and it even kind of references it in the song, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, just the overall vibe. It's just perfect for just a late night drive, and you know, like the weekend. Even when he's singing about being in pain, he he makes it, it good. yeah he makes <laughs> it sound good um and then my other favorite is kind of a recent favorite of mine but i heard you're married i heard you're married with lil wayne um that one is really good for me as well um i really like the the like chorus um and the bridge as well the bridge like i can't be with you no i can't be with you if you're too deceived and girl i just really like that and just like the storytelling on it is amazing definitely definitely one of the highlights of the album and then my last song would probably have to be how do i make you love me um i really like that one this one is very uh synthy um 80s sounding dance pop um he jumps into that falsetto on it Mm. as well and so we just we just love that and then of course i have to add for my my last song take my breath Mm. um that that was my song because it, it was automatic disco for me and i love disco so um to kind of hear the weekend really dive into that was really good and also just the transitions on the album are so good to have jim carrey speak yes, on your I was album just about to say jim carrey that was like one of his favorite albums yes yes i was very surprised to see him uh speak on the album but I was um, mesmerized when I heard that. And then he also got Quincy Jones to speak on the album. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like, even aside from the songs, the interludes and the transitions are amazing. The weekend is always going to deliver in that p- department. You love a good transition. Yes, yes. But, um, yeah, so. Tell us what you think about it. Tell us about our honorable mentions, our music tastes, you know, because we would like to hear from you. And get an idea of what you guys' favorite albums and songs were of 2022 as well. Yeah, so um, I'll give you guys my Instagram. Um, I'm at Brandon is the D A plug on Instagram, and I am T N M Branch with the E on Instagram, all lowercase by the way. I'm gonna say that again because people get it kind of mixed up. T N M and then tree branch, like branch, tree branch, with the E on the end. Yes. So, um, you know, stay tuned for the next episode of Discovering Discographies. So we just wanted to take a minute to share what's in our ears right now. And so I'm going to start off with two albums that I have been listening to since the beginning of 2023 on repeat. Now, I knew of these albums before 2023, obviously, but... These are just some of my favorites right now. Um, Ego Death by the Internet. I've really been enjoying some of their uh, songs off of this album, especially Girl, everybody knows. And then Penthouse Cloud. And <clears throat> I always really like their music, so it's no surprise that I'm just bopping this album. And then the second one is Rose in the Dark by Cleo Soul. I've always liked her music. It's really good music and very meaningful music. And so when I'm just down or... Anything like that, I listen to her. Yeah, so what's in my ear currently right now is I've been listening to a lot of Amy Winehouse lately. Um, I just feel like I really relate to her on a, the level of just being like an old soul. Um, and she really brings that old soul vibe to her music in a time when that wasn't really what people were doing. And she was still successful with it. So um, kind of the songs I've been listening listening to a lot lately is um um f me pumps um from her first album frank um i listened to that album and 
it was amazing. Very, very jazzy. Um, all of her albums deliver. So, um, and then another song is "You Know I'm No Good," singing about, you know, just not being the best lover, but, um, you know, she does it in such a, a beautiful way. And then lastly, um, the last song by her I've been listening to is her cover of "Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow." It's it's very good, very very soulful, very. It just it's just amazing, yes. Yeah. So if you don't listen to Amy Winehouse, definitely check her out. 